This is Talking Small Business with Kat Schmoyer and Megan Martin, a podcast for creatives who like to keep it real about what it actually takes to grow an online business. We're competitors turned biz besties who chat daily, and now we're bringing you into the conversation. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to this episode of uh, Talking Small Business. Megan and I are starting off this episode laughing because we started to record this episode and I was saying the wrong name of her (laughs) product. So just so you know, you know, that happens. There we go. Um, But today on the podcast, I'm excited because Megan is in the hot seat and we are talking about the passive bundle that she put together this past January. She is opening up applications for contributors for the next round of the bundle. And we realized that we'd never done a full like behind the scenes episode talking about kind of the back end of putting that bundle together, what it looked like. She gets tons of questions from you guys thinking about doing some sort of bundle in your own niche. And so we thought this would be a great time to finally talk about that. So the passive bundle, Megan, give us the details, explain what that was, how you got the idea, all the things. Yeah. So Thanks, Kat. The passive bundle is the name. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we launched that, I think it was the second week of February. And I I had been in bundles before, so I didn't like generate the idea of doing a bundle. You know, um, I've been in bundles in the past and there, I saw great benefit from being in the bundles just personally as a contributor myself, but I also saw some like really glaring issues with bundles that I've been in a part in the past. And I just, I wanted to create an opportunity to host my own bundle to sort of like write some of these wrongs that I've seen in the past, um, as a contributor and just as a collective contributor group. And, um, I, I really wanted to, um, when I, when I thought about hosting my own bundle, I didn't want to just like copy and paste bundles that I had been in, in the past. And a lot of the bundles that I'd been in, in the past were very like vague in terms of who they were for. Um, it was like, for example, just, it's like for an entrepreneur and there would be like a hundred courses in a bundle and they're all different types of topics, niches. They don't really connect each other. Yes. There was, you know, you could pick and choose resources that did apply to you, but, um, and I'm sure you can make a lot more money by, you know, being open and available to a lot of people. But for me, I thought, you know, there needs to be a bundle that's like hyper-specific to one person and one need. And that's essentially what I preach in terms of teaching people how to create and sell digital products that, you know, you get better, you can get better sales you can get better messaging, you can connect with your customers better when you know who it is for and what problem you are solving for them. And so for me, I decided, okay, I'm going to host a bundle, but I'm going to make it hyper-specific to the customer that I already serve. And that person is someone who wants to create and sell digital products. So I approached the concept of hosting a bundle for that specific person and every resource inside the bundle needed to apply to somebody who is creating and selling digital products in some way, shape, or form. Now, when you look at some of the products in the bundle, some of them aren't specific to creating and selling digital products, but they did apply to the life of somebody who is creating and selling digital products in some way, shape, or form. And so that was like really important to me. Um, and 
I'm sure it turned people off who were like, okay, well, I don't want to sell digital products, so I'm not going to buy this, even though there are resources in there that probably could apply if you were not creating and selling digital products. But I found great success in like niching down this bundle. And I also found great success in terms of like actually getting the contributors on board with this because they understood who it was for. And if it was for their target customer, then they're much more likely to push this, you know, this collaboration. Right. So, um, so that was like kind of what I wanted to do with the bundle. I had the idea and I had been telling Jeremy, um, you know, every few months or so I would be like, babe, I think we should do a bundle. I think this is a really good idea. And, you know, we kept putting it on the back burner. And finally I was like, no, I'm ripping the bandaid off and we're just going to do this. And so it was like, no, we did, we hosted black Friday last year. And as soon as black Friday ended, I said, okay, I'm doing this project. And like, totally jumped in with zero, like understanding of what I was supposed to do (laughs) as normal. Typical Megan. (laughs) I did, however, give myself plenty of time. Like I was like, okay, this is right after black Friday. I'm launching this in the second weekend of February. So, or second week of February. So it's, it wasn't that much time, but it wasn't my usual like launch in six days. So I was like, it's a growth moment for me to plan something two months out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) um my uh initially I sent out invites and I remember like I was so nervous I was more nervous sending out invites than I was launching this thing like there was something about like that vulnerability of like telling someone else what you're doing and like what if nobody says yes to this collaboration (laughs) right I was so nervous about that. Um, I remember I like, I was like so anxious for about three days. Like nobody's going to say yes. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I was afraid somebody else was going to be like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to go do it myself. Like (laughs) I was so nervous those few days, but you did it right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like, I think that just goes to show that no matter who you are, there's always nerves around doing something new in our business. Like no matter how many years we've been in business, like just being like, all right, I got to like pull up my big girl panties, so to speak, and just like do it because you knew that this had been an idea y'all had been tossing around for a while. And you just wanted to see like, would other people be on board? I also wanted to like speak to the niche of the bundle. Um, I know we've had these conversations like one-on-one, but something too, for those of you guys listening that are like thinking about a bundle, something that Megan did really, really well is not only was the bundle topic so niche. So therefore you knew when you were purchasing what you were getting and the contributors, like what they were going to be teaching you and how focused that content was, but it was also niche to Megan's business. Like it, it was a great fit for her ideal client. Um, and the, the list and the audience that she already had. So she could also leverage those things when working with contributors. So it wasn't just Megan relying on the contributors to, you know, bring in sales, but Megan had a list that was primed for something on passive income. And then that is what she teaches in the digital lab is creating digital products. Like how do you create 
sell and launch a digital product. And that's what this bundle was also going to help you do. And so just something to keep in mind, if you're thinking about doing a bundle that Mm -hmm. you, yes, want it to be niched in terms of the contributors, but you also want to think about your own brand messaging and how does that become a really natural fit into what you're currently offering. Right. Which is, it took a lot of pressure off of me of like, you know, I didn't care how many sales I got. I mean, obviously it's great to get sales, you know, but like I wasn't dependent on my contributors to sell for me because in my mind, I approached it as like, even if none of my contributors push this, which is typically when you're in a collaboration, like part of the success is how much your contributors are also pushing the collaboration, right? But for me, it was like, okay, even if none of my contributors push this, like I can still benefit my audience with this offer. And so, you know, I I kind of just put the pressure on myself, just like a traditional launch would be, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, as, as the organizer, I think that was really beneficial that I wasn't, I wasn't leaning on you guys. Kat was in it. So I say you guys, I wasn't leaning on you guys to, to do the work for me, you know, like I approached it as my own launch. It just so happened that you guys did a lot of work along with it, which was super surprising to me. But we, yeah, it was fun. Like we wanted to. So talk about the, um, like working with contributors. I know you said like the nerves around like sending the email to contributors, which there's always like, no matter how many conferences I plan, I'm always like, these people are going to say no, like (laughs) no one's going to want to come. So I totally get that. Um, but so besides the nerves around emailing, once people were quote unquote in, like once they said they were going to be a contributor, how did you organize that? Like, what was that like working with 30 contributors? Yeah. Um, I definitely did not take organizing this bundle lightly. It was a very big responsibility on my shoulders. And I would say to anybody who's thinking about hosting a collaboration that you have to realize that as the organizer, this is a big responsibility on your shoulders. And you have a lot of people who are looking to you, not only as a leader, to, but to also ensure that um, you're cultivating an ethical collaboration, you're cultivating an inclusive co- collaboration, like it is a very big responsibility. And so I really like, besides my membership and the offers that like I need to be in on a regular basis, I like cleared my plate for that like two and a half month period so that I could go all in to make sure that I was serving my contributors really well. Um, my biggest like my biggest like inward goal was to make sure that I was being very open and honest with all of the contributors at all points. Um, So one of the things that I did, which I feel like would surprise you, Kat, is like I created a spreadsheet when I first did all of these invitations. So I created a spreadsheet so I could like track who I was inviting. I wanted all of their information like already saved. So I had like their name, their email, their website. And then I would track um, what date I invited them. And then I also tracked, I would update that spreadsheet every single time I communicated with that person. Like I was so proud of you. I know. (laughs) I'm like, who am I? I'm so type A right now. But, um, but that was like one of the big things that was really helpful for me because I also tracked where I communicated with them. So I tried to keep all communication in email form with the contributors, but there were some contributors that, for example, have a big team and their team manages their inbox. And, you know, sometimes when you're working with somebody like that and you're sending emails that don't really 
fit into their normal day-to-day activities, your emails can either get deleted or forgotten or pushed somewhere that never gets seen, right? And so then I would start like communicating on Instagram. And so even like like tracking where I was communicating with people was really helpful. Mm -hmm. So that way, when I needed to follow up or I needed an answer and I wasn't getting it, I was able to like go to those other spaces and platforms to communicate with people. But um, one of, one of the other things that I did really early on was I decided I was going to have a contract for this. And I think you should have a contract in any collaboration that you go to. I know Kat, you have a contract with your conference. Um, but just having a contract in place, I feel like made it feel Mm -hmm. very, not only professional, but just everyone understood what their responsibilities were and what my responsibilities were and what was going to happen. One of the, one of the major things I wanted in that contract is like the, what ifs, like what happens if a breakdown in communication were to happen or something like a breakdown in like the affiliate payout or commissions were to happen. Um, so I felt like that really set it off on a, um, a really like level playing field for everyone with that contract. And um, yeah, I would like absolutely encourage you if you're going into some sort of collaboration to have a contract, even if it's a free one, because I think that there's just lots of like feelings involved in collaborations and Mm -hmm. having a contract just like takes all of that off the deck and you know, what is like what you're responsible for. And it sets really clear expectations. Yeah. Like, obviously I'm really close with Megan. So being a contributor, I could just send her a Vox if I had a question about something, but I've been a contributor in other bundles and having that contract where I can say like, oh, what was the affiliate payout? Like, I'm not, I don't remember like these nitty gritty details. I could like pull out the contract and be able to have that all right there. Um, And I know that it wasn't just something said in one email that's going to get like lost in translation later on. Like this is a signed legal document that is, like the backbone of this partnership. Yeah. One of the things that surprised me most about the, just like the preparation phase was how many invitations I sent. I sent so many emails and I like finally got good at like not being stressed about sending invitations, but I got (laughs) a ton of no's. Like I really was, and I get it. Like we're all busy or whatever, but man, like it opened my eyes that in order to create um, you know, an inclusive lineup, like you really do have to send a ton of emails. You have to connect with a ton of people. And it's a lot of work to, um, make sure that you're casting your net wide enough to include lots of different voices and lots of different people from different backgrounds. And so that was like one of the most eye-opening thing. I, I recently wrote a guide about, you know, being an organizer and I would encourage anyone listening that if you want to create some sort of collaboration, like you do need to give yourself months of time to like, before you launch it, like, don't be like me who launches things in days when it comes to collaborations. Um, that was like definitely one of my biggest eye-opening things. Absolutely. And so talk about that then, because right now it's July, but, and you do this once a year, right? So this is like an every January thing, but you're already thinking forward to this coming January to give yourself plenty of time. And this time around doing applications for contributors. Yeah. I mean, as soon as the bundle wrapped up, I mean, we did, we had, that was our first time ever doing anything like this. Like we, we did not, I mean, we were blown away. Let me just put it that way. Like we, we did not know what to expect. We did not run ads to this bundle. Like it was a hundred percent organic marketing efforts on my part and the contributors part. And 
um, we were just like in shock at the results about this. And so as soon as the bundle was over, we basically looked at each other. I'm like, okay, we want to do this again, but it is a lot of work. So we were like, let's just do this once a year, not try to like, like replicate this multiple times a year. But as soon as we were over, we were like already trying to like put on our calendar. See, again, you're going to be so proud of me. We were like already putting on our (laughs) calendar when we were even going to think about starting the process of planning. Because like I said, I did give myself a couple months but I saw after the fact that just like I said, it, I, it took a lot of invitations to get to the point that we got mm-hmm. to in the end. Like I'm starting in July this year because I want to give myself and the contributors so much time in order to, again, cast my net wide enough to get a really great diverse set of um, resources inside the next bundle. So uh, it, I, I think the more time that you can give yourself for the preparation phase of any collaboration is just going to take so much stress off your plate. Absolutely. How else did you prep the contributors? And I know from being a contributor that you, it was very well presented to us, not only in terms of here's a contract. So that was like clearly outlined, but then with swipe copy and graphics and just the way that you outlined that, like what would be, Um, like, was that difficult for you, I guess, to like create all of that content? Would you recommend other contributors doing that if they're hosting a bundle? Like, let's talk about what you included. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was, first of all, like there were no requirements to be a contributor to the bundle. Like you didn't have a certain amount of email list or Instagram followers. It was literally like, are you good at what you do? And do you have a valuable resource to share with someone that's in this, you know, that has a similar goal, right? Um, and so for me, I, I honestly had more business experience than a lot of the contributors in the bundle. And so for me, I saw it not only as an opportunity to like collaborate with them, but also share a little bit of my own wisdom from previous launches and previous collaborations that I was a part of to help them succeed as well. That was like my other thing. So communication was so important to me, but I really wanted to see my contributors succeed is if they wanted to put the effort into it. Um, And so I, you know, the first thing I decided I was going to do was create some sort of resource specifically for my contributors um, that wasn't just about my gains for the passive bundle, but also about like helping them. Like I essentially wrote an entire guide on how to, how to launch something in your business for my contributors, um, which, you know, is like, I could sell this guide essentially what I taught them, you know, about how to, I literally like walked through, I, I, I actually had no, um, requirements for contributors. So you guys didn't have to like send two emails or post three times on Instagram. Like there was zero promotional requirements for my contributors, which was a huge gamble on my part, but I essentially created this guide to say, Hey, there's no promotional requirements for you, but here's exactly what I would do if I were a contributor in this bundle. And I wanted to see a monetary gain for myself as well as, you know, connect with new leads. Um, and I think that that was probably one of my contributor favorite things that I did. Mm -hmm. A lot of people commented on that. Um, and I actually didn't plan to do swipe copy. I was like, at first I didn't want to do swipe copy because I've been in, 
in past collaborations where people literally just copy and paste the swipe copy mm. and you all share similar email lists and you get five emails from five <laughs> different people that are yes. the exact same thing, you know? And so I was like, I really did not plan to do swipe copy, but then one of my contributors was like, Hey, are you going to do this? And I'm like, okay, I can see the benefit for some people, but I tried to be Mm -hmm. like very, very clear and vocal in the swipe copy to say like, you need to change this. Like, please do not, please do not send the same email to everybody that you're also sharing email (laughs) lists, you know? Right. Right. You guys know how annoying that is. Like, Oh, it I is. hate when that happens. <laughs> um, and I will say as somebody that, again, was a contributor in Megan's and I've been a contributor in others, I think, first of all, having being in a bundle where there is no requirement for sharing really does take the pressure off. And I'm sure you guys can imagine that. Like as a contributor, it takes the pressure off of, oh, did I check off the boxes? Like, did I hit mm-hmm. all the things I was supposed to hit? Mm-hmm. Um but then the reason, of course, I'm selfish in my situation, in this situation, because I was like, I'm going to share about it because it's like Megan. And of course, I'm going to share about it. Um, but I think being in any sort of bundle, if there's no share requirements, the way to get your contributors to want to share is a really well thought out affiliate payout. And mm-hmm. Megan had one. And so if I'm in other bundles where there's no affiliate payout or the affiliate payout is really low, like it's not as incentivized as in, like mm-hmm. money talks. And in this situation, when you want your contributors, yes, of course, I wanted to get more eyes on my product. And I would love like email list to grow through people jumping into my product and then opting in, you know, et cetera, all those things. But again, money does talk. And so if you're thinking about putting together a bundle and you don't want to have requirements, think about what that affiliate payout could be. That's going to push people to want to share all the time, all day long for the five days that cart is open. Yeah. I'm a big believer and this might ruffle some feathers, but I'm a big believer that, um, your affiliates should make more money than you make for their own sales. Um, so my, I'm just going to be real with y'all. My affiliate payout is 70%, which is like a very insane number when it comes to affiliate commissions. Um, and so, but I, I feel like that really incentivized people to Mm -hmm. push this, you know, like even just like what, what, like you said, money talks, it not just even like incentivizes you, but like, there's something about seeing like, okay, man, she is like giving me more money than she's even going to make. And it was a, that's a big split, you know, 70, 30 is a big difference. Um, of course, you know, we did need to be compensated. Like we were hosting the bundle. There's transaction fees involved. Like we, you know, there's tech that's involved in all of this. So, and of course, organizing it took months of work. So there is a reason that I should be compensated as well. Um, but I just, I've truly believed that like, this is y'all's work. This is your product. This is your brainchild. You should be making more money on your sale than I make on your sale. Right, right. And that goes back to when we first started this, this bundle was strategic for Megan, even if her affiliates did nothing, right? Right. So Megan knew going into it that she was going to be launching this to her list. She was going to be pushing this to her list and her list was primed and ready for this product. And she's going to get a hundred percent commission on her, like that's her and her list. So she had a way to know like, okay, 
she could do her own, like, you know, launch success standard of good, better, best based on like her own list. And then she she potentially just gambled with the affiliates this first time, you know, with like having no, um, no previous bundle to compare it to. And just to say like, okay, and then let's see, can I get 30% on any additional sales? And I mean, I know your affiliates like blew it out of the water. So they did. I paid $51,000 in affiliate commissions, which was so wild. I would have, I mean, honestly, I know that sounds like this is going to sound silly, but like, I honestly was so proud of that number. Like I was like, yeah, I was excited to like hit the PayPal, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like most people yeah. probably be like, oh my gosh, I'm paying so much money right now. But it excited me. Like, just to think that like this bundle not only served over a thousand customers, but it also was like, I don't know, in some way, shape or form, a blessing to the contributors. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It was like a full circle, like cool moment for me to, to send that, that out. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. You got to celebrate. <laughs> I did. I did. We popped champagne. It was fun. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. So then to wrap up, talk about the, um, contributor application for the next round of the bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I said before, I, I did a lot of research. I'm doing a lot of research now, trying to cast my net wider and meet people that I don't necessarily know yet. Um, and so I would love if you are somebody who teaches on some sort of topic that applies to creating and selling digital products, whether that's marketing, selling, um, maybe you've got templates. If you, sh- if you have any resource that could help somebody who is trying to grow a digital product business. We would love for you to apply. Um, We will link the form that you can apply below. Of course, please know that we cannot take everybody. We can't have a bundle with like 200 contributors. Um, And, and also we were really careful to try to not have too much overlap as well. So we're going to do our best to um, put together a really dynamite and dynamic, um, resource together to launch the passive bundle 2.0 coming this next January. So please apply. If you feel like you could be a good fit, I would love to learn more about you and your business and just connect with you. Even if it doesn't result in being in the bundle, um, you know, I love to meet new people and, and learn about who you are and what you're doing. So please apply. Um, and the deadlines and all of that will be on the form for you to know, um, what you need to do. And I'm just excited for the next bundle. And I also just want to quickly say, like, if you're listening and you purchased the passive bundle, like, thank you. It truly like blew us away that you guys trusted us. Um, and also I just want to say thank you to all the contributors. Like I was just really, really, I was also blown away by you guys and how much effort you put into it and heart you put into it. And, um, it was a really cool experience. It was so much fun and I'm excited for 2.0. It's going to be great. It's going to be exciting to see like what's included in 2.0 and all that fun stuff. Um, So yes, like Megan said, we'll make sure that the application is linked below. And if you guys have any questions, just shoot her a DM and uh, voice chat with her about it. Yep. All right, friends. Thanks so much for listening to this behind the scenes conversation about the passive bundle. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next conversation. 